Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast. It's Pokemon Day! This may feel a little bit out of the Swablu, but like Dialga, I wanted to take some time and discuss the news we got today because my heart is about to explode with excitement, and it would be a shaman if we didn't talk about this. I promise, guys... I'm not going to do that the entire time, okay? Uh, my name is Nate. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast celebrating the world of movies, TV shows, toys, collectibles, gaming, and all things Geekcentric. And today, as of this recording, is February 27th, which marks the date that Pokemon Red and Green first released in Japan 26 years ago. And listen... I just had to catch the rarest, most shiny Pokemon fans that I know, which is why joining me first, he puts the magic in Magikarp. He's hotter than a Moltres. He's Monroe the Charmeleon Chambers. How are you doing, Monroe? I'm really good. But if you don't keep up with those beautiful Pokemon puns, I'm walking. (laughs) Okay, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Uh, joining us after him, we have, you know, some people call him the Pokemon expert. Some people call him a professor smarter than Oak himself. And I just call him my own personal Kanto region form. To my Alolan self, he's Mr. Mitch, the Machamp George. How you doing? Just because people mistaken you for me at my own <laughs> wedding does not necessarily make us alternate forms of each Yo, other, all right? Monroe, Monroe, I went to this <laughs> guy's true? wedding. I, I went to this guy's 100%. wedding and like keep in mind there was a little bit of drinking going around so that could have influenced the the perception of who I was but I, I literally went up to some tables and I was like hey guys thank you so much for coming tonight Carmen and I are so happy about this you're you're amazing and they were like no problem Mitch we got you <laughs> it's just like yeah incredible Absolutely that's fantastic incredible. yeah man um but we are not here to talk about uh, Alolan forms uh, or Hisuian forms, but we're going to be talking about some brand new forms. Uh, but guys, I can't believe today's announcement. They uh, they completely pulled the rug from under us, and I got to say, I was really not expecting the ending. But before we get there, we got people listening who may have never caught you on the podcast before. So let me, uh, for context, let's let's ask you guys: Who are you? Who's your favorite Pokemon? And uh, what is your favorite of the Pokemon games? Monroe, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so my name is Monroe Chambers. I'm an actor based out of Canada. Woo-woo! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, my favorite Pokemon game, uh, I again, I like to go back with the classics. So I loved Pokemon Red on the Game Boy Color see-through purple. Uh, that oh, was yeah. my thing. And, and my significant other uh, gifted me on my birthday one year that exact combination and i lost oh, it love it um I, it was just such a blast from the past and it was just uh it was very thoughtful it was very it was it was beautiful uh, and my favorite pokemon is so tough it's really really tricky because there's yeah. so many because they, they give you a roster of six for a reason like it's it's that's <laughs> yes that's pretty tough but i i think for, well then these new games will probably put us over a thousand total that's which is right crazy Gosh, to think about craziness. that's right uh, i'd have to go cubone I love the story. Yeah. Um. I. I. I just something about him, and then when you hear the like how dark they they actually <laughs> went to it, but I. I yeah. think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. So I, I think he's probably, he she they are up there with me. So. Yeah, man. 
cool. I love it. Yeah, man. I uh, Cubone was one of those ones where I didn't know Cubone's story when I was little at all. It only it took for me to do a bit of growing up before I did some investigating, and then you just go into the Pokedex and you start realizing just how dark some of these stories are. But yeah, man, Cubone is a great pick. Mitch, what about yourself? So I'm Mitch, uh, Mitch George. I, you know, host a variety of podcasts, both in the gaming sphere as well as in entertainment. Um, I Twitch stream, you know, I, I talk a lot about games on Twitter. I tweeted, I think, four or five times today about Pokemon just because <laughs> of how much I love it. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite games, it's, it's so hard to pick just one. Honestly, it's going to feel like a bit of a cop-out, but I think Legends Arceus might be my favorite Pokemon game wow. of all time. Wow. Whoa. I, I thinking long and hard. I love the changes they've made to the formula. I like that it feels like a more modern take on the Pokemon RPG. Uh, it feels like very much of a proof of concept of something we're about to talk about, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, but if we wanted to talk more of a traditional Pokemon game, I, I have such an affinity for Gen 2. Okay. So when they released Heart Gold and Soul Silver on the DS, those games are just the pinnacle of what those games could be. So I think for me, it would be Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Um, and favorite Pokemon, I think for me, it's Heracross. Oh, uh, I just have this affinity for it. Just Ash's Heracross in the anime for whatever reason. I just vibed with him He's growing cool up dude. as a kid. And just since then, Heracross is my homie. Like, I just, I stick with them. They, her, whichever. Yeah. 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 yeah very cool. Yeah, man. I, um, I dig that a lot. I think for me, um, I got to go with, with probably Pokemon. I want to say yellow. Um, it was mind blowing to see Pikachu walking behind you in that game. And, um, it was just, again, I, I was sort of so new for me still. And I think by the time I got to Pokemon yellow, I still didn't know all the Pokemon, uh, of the original 151 off by heart yet. So going from, I think I started with red cause it had a dragon on the front. So obviously you go that route. Uh, and then <laughs> moving into, into Pokemon yellow was, uh, was a treat for me. Uh, favorite Pokemon. Oof. I, I, I know I posed the question and I'm not even ready for it. Um, it's it's You gave us hours to prepare I know. for this. And by hours, <laughs> I mean about 15 minutes. Yeah, you totally. couldn't even come up with your own answer. I would say um, it's it's got to be... It's got to be Squirtle Squad Squirtle. It's got to be Squirtle Squad Squirtle. Nice. Slowpoke is my favorite Pokemon to collect. But Squirtle Squad Squirtle is my homeboy. Just in the sense of like Why the Why Slowpoke? Slowpoke is... Okay, all the derpy Pokemon basically is okay. is is the is what Slowpoke represents to me. You know, your Psyducks, your anything with the, with, with the big eye with the dot, right? Your Wobbuff, like the crazy, just sort of really like. I already of, know. I already know who your Gen starter, Gen Nine starter is going to be. Then just based on what we've seen, oh, so you 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 get me, you get me. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we will. We will. Um, we will. But guys, I woke up. Uh, you know, I got a, woke up um, for work today, and I. I watched this Pokemon Presents over breakfast, and honestly, it it was exactly what I was expecting for the first, I'd say, seven minutes of the presentation. So quickly, let's just start there. Is there anything you guys want to bring up about the... Uh, I, I called it... Mitch, I know I called it mobile game garbage. I know there's a lot of people that love those games. Is there anything you want to bring up really quickly about the mobile game stuff? I should really go back and play more Pokemon Unite. The yeah. game's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of not well-balanced when it launched. I wonder how much that's improved. I, I know... There are a lot of fans of Pokemon Masters, Pokemon Masters EX. Um, it never really hooked me because I just, Pokemon is not a mobile game. Like, it's not a, a phone game experience for me, if that makes sense. No, totally. Even though it is very much a mobile game. Um, and Pokemon Cafe Remix is whatever. It's cute. 
Not my, not my jam. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's not your cup yeah, of tea. Ah, uh? you. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, Pokemon Unite as like the concept of a MOBA starring Pokemon that are less commonly used, and it it's a really novel approach to the genre, and it's something unique for Pokemon that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it brought me back to the it brought me back to like the fighting game when they started using different Pokemon in the fighting game, the arcade style fight. I can't even remember what it's called, but like um Pokemon Was it Stadium? Tournament. No Pokemon Tournament Tournament is the one. This I'm was after of. that, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean Stadium, don't get me wrong, stadiums are, are great games too, and they, they did some of the stuff on GameCube and what have you. But um yeah, Monroe, have you ever been a fan of any of the mobile stuff from from Pokemon? No. Uh personally yeah. I never got into it. I I I was a I was deep in it at the very beginning, and then I got away from it for a long time. And then over the last probably five years, I've started getting back into it. Uh, but the yeah. mobile games, I really didn't. There was nothing I really. I didn't really pick it up, but did I know you, some people liked Go? it. Did you do Pokemon Go at all? So Pokemon Go, yes. So that yeah. aspect, yeah. I think I think the whole world did that a little bit. <laughs> Everyone picked that <laughs> yeah. one up. So yeah. that one yeah. I did for sure. Um, yeah. So I I will answer my question with the truth. I did do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I did do Pokemon Go. Uh. Now in the location I'm in right now is a little more. It's it's outside of the city. So. I like really outside of the city. So I don't really get to get a lot of spots that I get to do that. And now I'm like, I'm looking at that clip and I was like, Oh, okay. I, I kind of would want to do that. Now you get to go outside and all that stuff. But yeah. Um, it, what is it, outside? It, it, what, it, what is outside? Yeah. Fresh air. We get some, we get some warmer, we get some warmer months uh, here in Canada and hopefully we can start to Pokemon go and not Pokemon stay at home as much and get some fresh air. And I think, you know, get some walks in us, but. Yeah, man, I, I was I was big into Go uh, like everyone else, and then I I, I didn't touch any of the other mobile stuff. Um, so let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes, gentlemen. Uh, and potatoes. for clarification, I'm pulling a lot of the potatoes. Uh, is there a potato Pokemon? There isn't, right? There should be. There might be. There might be. <laughs> what um, if we could get a potato Pokemon that yeah. evolves into a French fry box? Let's go with fries in it. I'm 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 uh, maybe. Uh, so for <laughs> clarification, I'm going to be pulling a lot of this information from Ethan Gak uh, at Kotaku, who wrote a lovely breakdown of everything. So go check that out. We'll have a link in the description. Um, but starting with our first update to Pokemon BDSP. Oh, Mitch, yeah. Before we get into it, we know we're getting all these updates and things, and I just want to shout out all of the developers who are having to work on a Sunday oh, yeah. to get these updates pushed out because the Pokemon anniversary fell on a Sunday this year. You feel bad for them, uh, so I, I I really hope that you know the the powers that be who are like, yeah, these updates all have to come out day and day. Just make sure you you compensate your people accordingly. Yeah, I think we think of these these things that come out. It's like, oh no no no, they push a button and then it auto uploads or something like that. But I'm sure there's a lot more to it on the development side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah. <laughs> well, to that point, to that point, real quick, did did you yeah. two anticipate this? Was there a leak that came out? Because I was shocked this morning when this came out. It was announced a few days ago. Mm-hmm. It was, um, eh? Okay. And a few, yeah, and a few of the a few of the Pokemon leakers that I follow on Twitter, which is why I wasn't as surprised about some of this news as others, had been, you know, hinting that we were going to get like if you thought Legends Arceus was something, you just wait. Really? Right, right, okay. right. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, before oh, yeah. before we get there, let's start with our first update to Pokemon BDSP. Just a very little, literally a little update. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are finally getting Shaman 
Uh, officially, the mythical grass type resides on a special island you can catch only, uh, you can, sorry, you can only reach after getting a special letter from Professor Oak. Uh, the event is now officially in the game, but, uh, and I didn't, I actually didn't know this, uh, a bunch of players had already glitched their way onto the island shortly after yep. the game came out last November, which just reminds me of like Missing No and, and all the other aspects to these games. Uh, so guys, kind of neat. I personally, um, I didn't even leave my house in in Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, sadly. So uh, what are your thoughts on bringing Shaman to Pokemon BDSP? For me, it, it it's kind of what I expected. I still think we'll see some other events in that game that are... Like this event of Oak's Ladder presenting you with the opportunity to catch Shaman pulled directly from the original Diamond and Pearl game. So I think knowing people were able to glitch to it, it was inevitable that this was at least you know okay. thought of and going to be something that comes to the game. There will be other events like this, I assume, for Darkrai, maybe Arceus. I don't know. We, it, It's funny, looking back at the history of the games with Diamond and Pearl, we never got the release of the item that allowed you to encounter Arceus in those games. Right. So I think the Ar- I think Arceus was only actually officially available as of like a couple of years ago when the Pokemon company did a distribution of all the different legendary Pokemon month after month. Mm. Interesting. So I, I do think we'll see the events for Darkrai, maybe the event for Arceus has come to this game at some point this year, but it was kind of what I expected. Ilka, the company that developed this remake, more or less made a very, you know, it, it's a very, uh, like it's, it, it's very just to the original content. Like there isn't a lot that they deviated from. So I'm not expecting anything new. Right. But if they want to add these little content drops in throughout the year, sure, why not? Yeah, people will play these games and they'll get new Pokemon and they'll enjoy it. Nothing wrong with that. Monroe, as uh, as is something like you've never played the the Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl games. Uh, is this a game that you think you would go back if you're feeling that nostalgic uh, feelings, or would you rather just go back to hop on the Game Boy and and hit up uh, some Pokemon there? I'll be honest, I. I... I like they've, that they remastered it and I'd like to dive back into it, but I'm I'm so into the way Arceus looks that I'm kind of yeah. like, I don't know if I can go back. Right. Like, I'd like to, but again, like I said, I've escaped those generations in the middle, like a lot of people, I think. And I, I want to go back just so I can not second guess every Pokemon I see in Arceus or in other generations that I'm like, I'm like, well, this new Pokemon's new. This is sick. It's like, no, that's from Gen 4. Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I also want to get back and kind of, I, I I like going back to to kind of deep dive into what I've missed. So I'm starting yeah. to do that slowly but surely. And, you know, I did Sword and Shield and that was amazing. But I think they've remastered in such a way that's making appealing for the casual Pokemon fan that grew up with the originals, um, mm-hmm. with the original 150 and the Gen 2, uh, and then fall mm-hmm. off on Gen 3. So I'm excited to get back into it. And I hope that other casual fans like myself, who have a deep love for it, nostalgic love, and that is, that's developing, will dive into because they've really worked hard on it. And you can see that they're really, they're pushing it out. So it's really cool to watch. Yeah, I, I want, it's, it is one of those things that I, I would want to go back to personally. Um, if I'm feeling nostalgic, I think I have played, those original games so much that yeah, have getting to see it in this art style, the chibi art style, the old school top down thing, um, might be good. But uh, there's just so many games. There's too many games in the world. Oh. I'm. What's interesting about that though is playing Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl when they released. I I've been able to get my sister back into the Pokemon franchise recently since she got her Switch for Animal Crossing and not much else. I said, hey, there's these Pokemon games. Why don't you play them? Yeah. She played Sword and Shield. Really enjoyed it. But going back to this game, it was. 
oh yeah, this feels the way Pokemon used to feel. Right. But it, it's a modern game, but it has the aesthetic and the gameplay mechanics that feel reminiscent of those games. And there is a there is a subset of people that like Pokemon and like that style of game. And I'm glad that people who preferred that got that experience from Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. And this just gives people more reason to go back to that, which is nice. Yeah. And it's it's cool that with something like um, like Arceus, how different it actually is, and potentially with what we're about to talk about after that, it it's 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 nice to sort of see that oh we have different types of Pokemon games, and you can kind of experience it for different reasons. The same reason, and I'll bring up uh, Mitch. I know you're a big Disney guy, but like the aspect of like why you would watch the old Aladdin and the new Aladdin, they they are different sort of stories. They're different opportunities as opposed to something like Lion King, where it's literally the exact same thing just with a new look. Yeah, I'm with Monroe though. It's going to be hard for me to go back to any of the traditional Pokemon games after Legends Arceus. I think it's done such a phenomenal job of breaking the mold of what a Pokemon game is supposed to be yeah. that I don't think I can go back to random encounters in grass. Like it just, it it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to feel right. Yeah. So I was going to say like that kind of, those kind of styles of games, they hold their place and they hold their corner and there's going to be people who are just diehards for it and will always love it. But I think... You, it's hard to compare. Like even like yeah. the old school, like uh, the red, I can't compare to Arceus. It's totally different. As much as it has oh, yeah. the essence, which is what you want, and it has the what makes it so special, they're completely different. So you can't compare. You just go, okay, when you want a nostalgic feel, great. And there's some people like, well, it's not traditional. It's like, no, it has to move and develop because that's the way gaming is going. If yeah. you look at any of the games coming out since 2015, we've taken leaps and bounds. So you just have yeah. to move forward and enjoy it. And it's the way that Pokemon should have moved a long time ago. <laughs> you know. People have said for years that yeah. Pokemon has been stagnant and they need to do something different. So when they do something different, like Sword and Shield, like Sun and Moon, even going back to the 3DS, sure. of they're not going to do traditional gyms. And people were like, well, I want gyms. And then other people were like, no, this is great. It's different. Yeah. And then Sword and Shield, there's a wild area. I don't want that. I want my traditional roots. Yeah. Like, pick a side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can all have great things and just enjoy it. We don't have to get so picky over one side wants nostalgia and the other side wants innovation. There's There's got to be a medium. And I feel like Legends Arceus hit that on the nose and... We'll see where Pokemon goes from there. There we go. And speaking of Legends Arceus, um, we got the Daybreak update, which is now live. Uh, the free 1.1 patch focuses on investigating mass outbreaks and will add new trainer battles. Players can also get three, uh, 30 free Ultra, Gigaton, and Jet Balls uh, when they use the code RC, uh, sorry, Arceus Adventure uh, in the Mystery Code section by March 31st. Mitch, what are these Pokemon doing? They're having big parties or something? What's going on here, dude? Shinies. Shinies. Shinies is my answer. <laughs> so as someone Shinies. who this, I think this past Friday, I completed the Pokedex in that game. I unlocked the shiny charm, which will increase shiny rates across the board. Wow. These mass encounters, they're they're a way to increase your odds of running into a shiny Pokemon. That's what that's for. So it's really um, post-game stuff that's, then, right? It's, it's post-game stuff, and it's also, what's really nice about this is it's a way to encounter Pokemon that aren't normally obtainable other than through evolution. Okay. So they were, they were showing outbreaks of Stantler where there were Weirdeer, and Weirdeer is not a Pokemon that is readily available in the wild. You have to evolve Stantler into oh, okay. it. And the evolutionary method for that is kind of annoying. Right. So to be able to have outbreaks like this to allow people to complete their Pokedex, it makes it a more approachable game for someone... You know, who isn't as versed in 
like googling things like I am when sure. it comes to Pokemon. Yeah, because uh, I know even just talking with my sister who's completing the Pokedex in this game too. It's like yeah, evolving Basculin sucked. Like yeah, it does. And yeah. How did you figure that out? Oh, I googled it. Right. Because how else are you going to figure that out? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's 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 the one of those things where I've even reached out to you before and said like, what does this mean in the Pokedex? How does this exactly work? And uh, and yeah, so that 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 is kind of nice to hear in the sense that it's going to help people to really complete the Pokedex, which is really what the game sort of focuses on. Uh, Monroe, are you feeling the incentive to dive into uh, to Ar- Arceus yet? Is this uh, is this I really have. getting to you? I have since your stream. I've seen other I've seen other streams as well that have um, have played the game. I'm kind of in the middle of. I am a completionist of games as well. I like to do 100%, so I'm kind of in the middle of a couple other games. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew I was going to jump into it soon, but now watching the DLC and um, just seeing how great the reviews are and just how how revolutionary it is for this great game, I, I, I want to dive into it. I'm really excited about it. And I think you know what we're going to talk about later is uh, an extension of it, but I think it just seems like this is where it should have gone. This is where we've kind of, the little boy in you or little boy and girl, whoever, the the kid in you, you wanted this to be. I remember being at a park and being like, oh, I'm just running around. You catch around, catch the Pokemon around the park, and this is exactly what you're doing. So it should be like that, and it's, I, yeah. I'm excited for it. Very cool. Um, cool. Well, listen, then then we uh, we got a, a single shot of what I'm assuming is concept art for a new online series focused on the Hisui region with a picture of a trainer trudging through a snowy forest uh, and in it, we see a shadow of what I believe is a Pokemon. Monroe, can you tell me what are your thoughts on this new series and who's that Pokemon? I like how you didn't ask me because you know, <laughs> know Monroe, did you do any sleuthing? Did you find out? I, I believe I did. I, th- I yeah. thought it was at first I was like, what is this Togepi with a weird thing coming off his head? I was like, what is this? And I was like, I was like it's not that. But if I'm correct. Yeah. And if my my dig if my digging is correct, it's a Hisuian Zorua. Yes, is that pronounced correctly? Okay, there we go. Is it Zorua? Did I say that right? That's or? how I, I pronounce it. Zora, like Arceus, yeah. Arceus, Arceus, Arceus. Like people have oh, okay. different pronunciations of everything in Pokemon, and it's an argument all over the internet. Yeah. No matter what, that's how I say it. So I think I think you nailed Very it. Cool. Uh, thank you. I'm glad. I, I think I'd, I'm glad it's okay. But for, as far <laughs> as the concept art or the the just the. the the banner we saw, yeah, I was. I thought the artwork was beautiful, and I was yeah. like, "This, this is really interesting." What I was most interested by was the music behind it. Mm. That to me told a, a, a told me more. Yeah, and I hope they go that direction. I think there was something ominous about it. There was something a little, you know, um, it just seemed a little darker, and it seemed like they were going to go into a little bit more of a mystery, suspenseful style. Yeah. And that was just based on the music that was behind it. That could have been absolutely nothing, but my mind likes to go to crazy places and get myself expectations high. So, um, yeah. It looks classical. Have, have yeah. either have, have either of you watched the previous web series that the Pokemon Company has put out? Uh, Pokemon Generations being the first, followed by Pokemon Twilight Wings, and most recently, Pokemon Evolutions? I just downloaded the app. So I didn't know <laughs> nice. about it. So we started deep diving, my uh, my girlfriend and I, and we started deep diving. We're like, oh, we got to do this. And we started talking to a couple of friends of ours and saying, oh, how have you not done this? So we've literally got it queued up and we're going to dive in. So what 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 are we to expect from that? Uh, again, it's it's similar to your point. It's it's a bit of more of a mature tone. It's a more adult looking animation. It's it's it, it's Pokemon. 
So you go in with your expectation set that it's Pokemon, but it's really, I think they're really well done. Personally. Yeah, I will say, um, you know, Pokemon Twilight Wings, was that one of them? Uh, that was that was the middle yeah, one. Yeah, Sword and Shield was really well done. Um, there's an episode with Nessa and a Milotic that is just badass. Um, and I have to say, though, Pokemon Origins, like if you're looking for a place to start, Monroe, Pokemon Origins, yeah. if you're a big Kanto fan, is absolutely incredible. It's probably my favorite thing that I've ever seen from a Pokemon cartoon, even over like the mainline anime series. And I I want more of that. So if this is if this is going to be anything in that realm or in that that area of sort of giving us that different style, I'd love to see if they maybe bring in the sort of painterly style of the Hisui region. Maybe give us giving us like a completely different look to the show. I think would be really cool. I'm sorry, but are we just going to, you know neglect the fact that you just besmirched the <laughs> phenomenal works that are the first three Pokemon animated films. Um, Come yeah, on. I, I gotta say, man, it's, you know what? I think it's, it's one of those things. I love Ash. He'll always have a special place in my heart. Um, but just, just the way, I guess, let me put it this way. If, if, if those movies are my childhood, Pokemon origins is my now. Do you know what I mean? Pokemon origins is speaking yeah. to me as an adult living and watching Pokemon. It gets violent. Like, there is literally a scene where I think it's, I don't know if it's a Squirtle or a Charmander or two of them are fighting, and one of them's using Bite, and it it looks painful. Like, it's, it's so, uh, it's not for the faint of heart, um, but it's it's still Pokemon, and it's, uh, I mean, Monroe, you'd love it, dude. There's a moment where a freaking Arcanine is is working with the, the police department, and they've got, like, an Arcanine working with them, and it's just amazing. It's so cool. That's unreal. Well, I, I know in the, like, uh, my partner's watching the original series, and it gets it gets there. Like, it has, like, obviously it was made for younger people, but, you know, there's that moment with Charmander when his light's about to go. It's like, if it goes out, it, he's dead. Yeah. And then even look at the backstories of Cubone and what, like, in the original. Like, there are still moments there. They just kind of fluffed it up to make it, like, oh, don't worry about it. It's okay. But if a parent was watching, it'd be like, okay, there's some themes here. Yeah. So it's nice that they're going that route for the, for now, who, the older generation that used to grow up with it. It's going to be fun. And I also, like I was saying before earlier, I'm excited to watch the series um, and learn about more about the generations I missed. Yeah. I think this is going to be a great way to do so. And I think that's for people who are like me that missed out on a, f- a whole bunch of generations and don't understand why there's a keychain Pokemon. You can just right. <laughs> dive in yeah. and, you know, start start getting into it again. Yeah, I don't know if the explanation of the keychain Pokemon will be as satisfying for you, but... I want um, it. I need but it. But you, you'll get I it for it. sure. And I, I got to say, for this new series, um, I'm interested to see how long it's going to be. I think uh, having them focus on different perspectives from around the Hisui region, outside of what the game focuses on, I think will be really cool. Getting characters from the different clans, I think, would be really neat. I personally would love an episode centered around the invention of the Pokeball itself, I think would be really, really cool. I don't know if it's covered in the games. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but like, I, I think where we start in the game, you already have Pokeballs. So to see these like wooden Pokeballs, it'd be really cool to see the origin story of that. So yeah, man. Um, but guys, then we get to the end. We get to the end and I'm like, thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Utsunomiya. Like I'm, I'm good. Have a great day. This was exactly what I thought it would be. But then... We get one more thing, and I need confirmation from the two of you, either one of you. Did you think that this was also a teaser for Detective Pikachu 2? 
That as soon as I saw the coffee mug, I'm like, okay, so it's Detective yeah. Pikachu. Great, awesome. I've been wanting to experience these games. Yeah. Let's yeah, do it. And, and, yeah. and then it wasn't. And then it, and then it, it wasn't. And like I was like, where's Ryan Reynolds? But it wasn't that either. It wasn't the movie. We get this weird teaser of a security guard walking deeper and deeper into the offices at Game Freak, and it's been like ransacked, and there's like there's been like a horrible situation that's happened there or something. Somebody's stolen something. Uh, and he's blinded by a screen. And he's blinded by the majesty that is the reveal of Generation 9 Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, along with these new starters. Uh, the starters are as follows. Sprigatito, the capricious, attention-seeking grass Pokemon. Fuecoco, the laid-back Firecroc Pokemon that does things at its own pace. And Quaxly, the earnest and tiny duckling Pokemon. Uh, let's start there with the starters Mitch, who is your starter and why? And then Monroe, same question. I have this bad habit of consuming all information on Pokemon as soon as it gets leaked <laughs> onto the internet. So I, it is hard for me to say which starter I will choose until I know what their final form okay. looks like. I committed, when Sword and Shield were announced, I committed. I'm like, Sobble is like a depressed, angsty-looking little lizard guy. <laughs> I am all in on Sobble. Yeah. And even after I knew what was coming, I'm like, I'm going to be disappointed, but I'm still sticking with my original pick. So you heard it here first, and I will stick to this regardless of how terrible the final evolutions end up looking. And I have theories, uh, but Fuecoco is just the best lazy fire crocodile you could ever ask for. the way to go. It's the way to go for sure. Monroe, what about yourself? Oh, Fue Coco team all day long. Yeah. I, he's got three teeth. He's got three like, teeth. how can you not? He's got three teeth. Um, he will have more by the no, end. No, I hope he always he has got, three teeth. <laughs> I I think I'm, I was exactly with you on Sobble. And you know what? Like, I don't want to talk too much smack on it. But when it came to the starters of Sword and Shield. Yeah. I thought I I I was not satisfied, and I know some people were. Some people were really happy, and that's good for them. And you know, I'm not going to yuck their yum, um, but I just I felt underwhelmed. And they they took a bold move going steampunk. They they took a bold move like going in that direction of of a different angle of what Europe, like what we thought it was going to be. But yeah. um, I think this they look fantastic. Yeah. They look great. I think Fuecoco is going to be great. Um, at least I hope he is. And I'm kind of the opposite of you, Mitch, where I I did so much research when the Gen 8 came out. Mm-hmm. I did so much research and like looked at all the fan fiction or the fan uh, fan concept art of what their evolutions would be that I overexceeded my expectations and I got underwhelmed on such a severe level mm-hmm. that um, I will not do that this time. I will play the game and I will do my best to not see the, the, the evolution so I can get surprised and, and get... Um, have the same feeling I had watching the trailer. Sure. Of just seeing them. And I did not know it was coming. I had no idea. So I was shocked and awed. And I want to have that experience. And I want to have that feeling again while playing the game. Because I did that aggressively the opposite way for Gen 8. And I won't do that again. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i honestly, I'm, I got to go with you guys as well. We're Team Fuecoco. He's, I can already tell he's, he's my good little happy fire crocodile boy. It looks like he's based off of a pepper. I originally thought he was like an apple, and I was like, no, that's too applin. But when you really look at him, he could be a freaking pepper, and he's spicy, and he's lazy. And I'm, it's all the ingredients that I love uh, in a Pokemon uh, and in food. Uh, so not that I'm going to – I'm not probably not going to chop him up and eat him, but um, but no, with, with – <laughs> someone, will, someone will speculate that you can Somebody do that. will, I'm sure. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I definitely – 
am excited to to look into it. It's going to be tough for me to stay away from looking at the final forms. I'm going to really want to, but I kind of like I kind of like your idea, Monroe, of like sort of giving giving it the opportunity to to wow us, to surprise us, to give us that feeling. I actually managed to hold off from seeing uh, the final forms, and I won't spoil them here for within um, Arceus uh, because, the, well, I guess the spoiler is they they don't look how you would expect is all I'm going to say. Um, but mm-hmm. I managed to stay away from it and see them naturally just by evolving the Pokemon, and I was so happy that I did that. So I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to try that with Fuecoco, but I don't know. I wish I had the amount of self-control you both <laughs> think you yeah, have we'll leading into this game's we'll release. See. Mitch, Which, I, so I say this with shallow confidence. Let's be clear. Like, I am okay. saying this. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Like, let, I'm going to be completely honest. I do not think I'm going to be able to do it, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to try. Just because that feeling today was so great. Yeah. Just to feel that joy. And it's, it's just, it's so nice to feel that. And it's like, you know what? Let's show a little self-discipline. And try to do that just for me. Yeah. And again, other people, their their joy is going to be to try to fish it and find it and, and get it. But yeah, you know where you know what it actually reminded me the most of, and it just it put it took me back to the, the and I guess these were like the original Pokemon leaks, but it was seeing these static images without ever seeing them before or knowing about them before was the magazines and seeing poke uh, Pika Blue back in the day on the schoolyard and kids coming up. <laughs> Have you seen the new blue Pikachu? They got Pika Blue, dude, and obviously it's it's Meryl. But it's you know it was one of those things where that was the time when you were like, holy crap, there's new Pokemon. Um, and I think I think feeling that all over again is is really to be welcomed, guys. We also got confirmation that the game will be open world. Uh, this is actually coming directly from the English uh, version of the Pokemon website. Uh, to quote. Various towns blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders. You'll be able to see the Pokemon of this region in the skies, in the seas, in the forest, on the streets, all over. You'll be able to experience the true joy of Pokemon of the Pokemon series battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them, now in an open world game that players of any age can enjoy. So guys, what do you think of the setting for this game and how much of Arceus do we think is coming to the game? Just to, to, to dabble into the setting a little bit, you know, a it, it seems like it's based on a number of Mediterranean countries, European countries, uh, Spain, Portugal, especially with the names of the um, names of the Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Sprigatito being like the, the secondary part being roughly translated or part of the translation of kitten in mm-hmm. Spanish. Fuego obviously being hot or heat. Yeah. Spanish. So like th- those influences are there. And before we get off it, Quaxley is probably the most aptly named Pokemon in the history of Pokemon. <laughs> it's perfect. And I love it yeah. so much. This is everything I wanted Pokemon generation nine to be. And I had my, I had my reservations because you have to anticipate that this game started development near the end of sword and yeah. shield. Another team would go on to work on the DLC. And then Obviously, we got Ilka developing Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and we got the team behind Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, who made Pokemon Legends Arceus, which does, for me, feel like a proof of concept for what they're doing in this game. Open world, we're probably going to see... I don't know how much of the open world aspect of capturing Pokemon will be 
will have the 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 stealthy elements of it that that's something i hope we have but i don't know from what we're seeing it seems there's going to be more of an emphasis on right i mean it it says it it says it right in the description right and i i literally even had written down here like bring those quality of life improvements of being able to just toss a pokeball and catch a pokemon because i think that in in arceus really helps to emphasize the approachability of completing your pokedex but at the same time I, I don't I now reading this description, I think they are gonna stick to battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them. It's written right there. Um, I'm not too sure. But but you know, the idea of maybe ride Pokemon, I think, bring those in if it is truly gonna be open world. Um, you know, Pokemon being everywhere, being on the streets, being in the the air, like it's gonna be really interesting to see kind of where they go. Monroe, what did you what did you think of uh, seeing this sort of Spanish setting. I mean, Pokemon has gone around the world. We had Japan, Hawaii, France, United Kingdom, uh, and now it's this this more Mediterranean setting. What are, you, what are your thoughts? It's the perfect place for them. Yeah. I think it's going to, like, that's why I like the view of them. I like, um, even in the clip they had, if you look into more detail, like, we cut, had a couple screenshots, and you see the influences of the of the paintings, the, the um, uh, what do you call them? The architecture, Thank the you. way the buildings are designed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And just the pottery as well. Like we saw a little bit of that there. And I think there's so much you can dive into. And I think that's one of the reasons why for me personally, when they did the United Kingdom, when they did Sword and Shield, there was so many, so much more they could go. And I feel like they just narrowed into one little thing. And then just for me, I just didn't resonate with me. And that was just my personal. Yeah. The biggest departure I see here comparing, it's going to be hard not to compare Sword and Shield to these sure. games because they're going to be on the same system. We don't typically get multiple generations of Pokemon on the same console. So this is actually something, I mean, we got it on the uh, the 3DS had two generations, mm-hmm. the DS had two generations. So I guess roughly two per console kind of works, I guess, for more recent games. But comparing these two games, it's color. This game is so much more colorful. Yeah. Than Sword and Shield, Absolutely. which makes sense. I mean, of course, you go you go for a more steampunky aesthetic, a United Kingdom based region. It makes sense. You're gonna have a little more of a muted color palette here. The colors pop. You see that shot of that, you know, town square esque area in front of the what is presumably the Pokemon League with the different emblems for all the types. It's just it's there's color here that we didn't get from those games. And I'm happy to see more color come back. To well, Pokemon. and speaking of colors coming back to Pokemon, I mean, Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet. Um, and apparently these are going to dictate kind of what you're wearing as well. Um, you know, we haven't had colored name games since I guess it would be black and white Two would be the last time that we, and those aren't technically colors. Don't, don't at me in the, in the comments. Um, but um, in terms of Scarlet and Violet, um, the the main characters here, which I'm assuming one of the default names will be Scarlet and or Violet. Uh, what did you think of this sort of updated character model that we're seeing uh, for our main character? What's fun about the announcement of this game is there's a well-known Pokemon ROM hack mm-hmm. called Pokemon Scarlet Blaze. Oh. So when people were searching for this game... <laughs> After the announcement yeah. today, they're just getting the ROM hack, which could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on whether you're Nintendo and the Pokemon right. company or people looking for, you know, novel Pokemon experiences over the next yeah. few months. But I think for me, the thing that stood out to me the most about the characters is how similarly dressed the male and female models mm. are. There isn't as much of a distinction between them, which I actually think is really good in terms of like, they're you're you're going, they're the most plain starting, like, outfits we've ever yeah. seen i would yeah. think maybe unless you're going back to like the original pokemon red which was like 
32 pixels. I think that they're doing that because customization, again, as we've seen in Sword and Shield and expanded upon Pokemon Legends Arceus, is going to be an important component. And we'll probably get much more on this game leading into like your quote-unquote traditional E3 period, which is like early June. Yeah. All these companies will do virtual presentations and, and talk about the rest of their games for the year. And that's where they'll really dig into a lot of these features, I would assume. Mm. But... I think the reason that they're designed the way they are is one, they, they do feel more gender neutral compared to other previous entries in the series and customization again is going to be central to this experience. I hope so. Yeah. School age children dressed like school kids makes sense. Yeah. I thought they kind of looked like explorers too. Like they're exploring the, <laughs> the, whatever this region is going to be called um, guys. I mean, that's, that's about it. Were there, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to bring up or, or mention uh, regarding this this massive reveal of Generation Nine. My thing was just when you're watching the uh, I forget his name and I apologize. Who was announcing um, the the clip at the end? Who was talking about Arceus? Mm -hmm. He had all the Pokemon behind him. What's his name again? Uh, Mister Utsunomiya. Utsunomiya. So when he was there, I when I was watching it back again, dude, they had all the starters behind him. Yeah, yeah, all the plushies. So like looking at back, I'm like. Oh, that's so cheeky. Yeah. Like they literally had the entire one. So like for all of us, not like, like for people like yeah, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> who weren't paying attention. Like, okay, let's see what it is. Cause we're always thinking, especially for a Nintendo, which I think it's not, uh, it's not too bold to say have been kind of blown out of the water uh, when it comes to, you know, E3 and PlayStation and Xbox, but them coming out with something like this is just, again, they threw, they threw themselves back in the ring. And I yeah. think it's exciting. Kind of brings it back to the nostalgic feelings, but also where it's headed. And this is going to, it looks like it's going to be a perfect marriage, whether it was the name of them, the feeling, and then the open world. It's, it sounds like it's going to be a perfect marriage of the two. Very stoked. Very stoked. Any, any last uh, minute theories that you want to throw out do you have anything to theorize or th or are you expecting or based off of what we've seen can you know give us a little tidbit of where you think this is going mitch i'm a little concerned that we're getting three pokemon games within the same like within a 12 month yeah. period i do worry that they're not giving themselves enough time to really advance the games I, I again this looks like a huge departure from gen 8 i really hope it is more of a step towards legends arceus than it is back towards more traditional experiences, but I think Sword and Shield prove that you can, and I, I'm hoping they'll do this with future titles, you can take a year to just put content into the game that's already out and iterate on what is working and what isn't working and make it better and allow the developers to really lean into what Pokemon is going to be and shape the future of the franchise and give them a little more time. Yeah. Like, there's no reason not to take the time you need to develop these things. Um, secondly... I had to watch this in the most revert, like reserved way I could and couldn't squeal like I would have had I been watching this at my <laughs> desk because I watched this entire presentation on my phone in a hotel in Niagara Falls, Canada. <laughs> okay. Because I was away for the yeah. weekend. I'm like, oh yeah, this is happening. Let's just watch this. Oh yeah, just going to be chill. And then slowly start violently shaking my phone <laughs> when they announce the games. Uh, so that was an interesting way to watch this. Um, thirdly, I have speculation or theories around what the final evolutions of the starters, the typing of the final evolutions may be. Oh, go for it. Let's can we it. dive it? Can, can we get it? Yeah, yeah. I want to dive into that. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, so I think that the grass starter, the, the, the cat... Everyone's going to hate me for this, but I think it's going to go from being on all fours to bipedal because Pokemon Company loves to do that and people will get upset yeah. at that. But I think this is actually going to be in some way, um, 
we've had the heel wrestler. I think we're actually going to get like a face wrestler. For those who don't know, heel and face are like bad guy, good guy oh, okay. in wrestling speak. I think it's going to be a bit of a counterpart to Incineroar and will end up being a grass fairy type because fairy is strong against dark. Interesting. And and I mean, cool. seeing the, even looking at Sprigatito uh, and like it has pink sort eyes. of like a, it has pink eyes. So there's the fairy type, but then you've got the sort of the leaf face mask sort of look to it that could really mm-hmm. play into that and that that kind of works for that oh, culture yeah. interesting interesting Fue Coco, i think is a big chili pepper big red pepper and i don't know if they're gonna continue with the pepper look or how that's gonna work or maybe he opens up and there's a bunch of seeds inside i don't know uh chili peppers are traditionally grown on a vine or a bush right. or mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm wondering if maybe, you know, it, it's a plant, it gets a little dirty, and we end up with this, you know, half-buried chili pepper, and it's a fire ground type. Whoa. Whoa. That's where I, that's what my brain, that's where my brain's Whoa. going. That would be pretty dope. And and Monroe, or, uh, Mitch, just before we continue, like, do they, correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe I'm just having a big brain fart here, do we normally get the dual type final Evos? Is that how that, that works with every single one? recently we yeah. have um well i say recently this past generation gen 7 we didn't yeah. but prior to that um like gens 7 and 6 i think we're both dual typed for all three starters so i think it's a possibility but there's also the possibility they just say grass fire and water but i'd like to see them do something a little yeah. different just because I see, I see the potential in these Pokemon with their final starters yeah. to be interesting, and I want to see like what, to what Monroe was saying earlier. There were some people that were a little let down by the final evolutions of the last game, and I think they'll probably take that feedback to heart and really, you know, flush these out. Honestly, when these three Pokemon first flashed up on the screen, I'm like, these are three like ROM hack Pokemon. Yeah, they don't look real. They look yeah. fake, or or like and one of the AI generated I, Pokemon that we've been seeing going around Twitter. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where they end up. Quaxley, I could see like a, a Don Quixote type, uh, like a knight almost. Um, so maybe, you know, some armor, a sword, a water steel type maybe. Interesting. Interesting. Monroe, do you think he, do you think Quaxley keeps the little hat hair thing that he's got going on or does that get knocked out as soon as he evolves? I w- go longer. Let the, let's Pidgeot it. Just get it. Let it Just flow. let it let it comb. Let yeah. it flow. Give me that mullet, baby. Yeah. Give me That's that right. full on Quaxley mullet. That's right. You, that. It's too pronounced to not make it a, a source of his power or confidence. Yeah. yeah, it has to be something there. Yeah. I'm wondering though if it can become more of like a helmet. That's where I'm thinking like the steel type, the knight influence, yeah. cool. the interesting. Like, that could be cool. interesting. And it'd be in, it'd be interesting if they go that route because of Sword and Shield, where they kind of didn't. They it they could have gone there, but they went the other way. The one question I have for you two is, and I don't I don't know if it's an urban myth. I don't know if it's something like or a fan myth, but. We're seeing now with uh, Fue Coco goes against the whole concept that fire Pokemon starters are significant are are part of the Chinese zodiac. Like they're they're a sim- like a symbolism of the Chinese zodiac. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at it, they all fall into place. It all makes sense. His doesn't, or its doesn't. So what do you think yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah. I saw this going around. I saw this going around YouTube, and I've honestly I've. Until I looked it up tonight, I really didn't know anything about this sort of 
um, Zodiac theory uh, that everyone was kind of going off of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I think to a lot of points that Mitch has made, it's the Pokemon company, they kind of they kind of like to to set up the fans to be like, you're wrong. Like, no, this is completely not what we're going to do. Or we know you want this, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> so um, I feel like that could you know, be an aspect of it. I, I don't think they necessarily planned that. I don't know. Mitch, what do you think? I didn't know Ichindas or Foxes were in the Chinese Zodiac. So I know people like to say, oh yeah, Cyndaquil is the mouse Pokemon and Fennekin is a fox, which is kind of oh, a dog. Yeah. But I I have always thought that this was a baloney. Yeah, theory. that's that's why uh, I wanted I to bring it up with you can too. Absolutely blow it out of the water. Unless this thing goes the Snivy route and turns into some giant fire snake, right. which I don't see them doing. Yeah then yeah it's it's a no go for me yeah. but i love the, i love the theories i love people making content out of things that i wouldn't think of and me getting to then take those theories and turn it into other content it's hopefully great. you're not eating your, your those spicy words and when we get this fuecoco fire snake i don't want him to be a snake i'd prefer him to be closer to a dragon than anything you know to get to get the dragon to get you know go back to the roots of of charmander right and and kind of go back to a fire dragon i think would be really cool Late 2022. Right. We didn't even bring that up. Do you think Do you think this game comes out this year? And if so, is it November? Is it December? Does it slip to the beginning of the year like Arceus seemingly yeah. did? To, to your think? point earlier, I hope not. I I kind of, I, I know we want it. I know and it's like so many of these games. I hope they go, we're very, very sorry, but we have to push the debut. And I yeah. want like spring 2023. Or something like I and I won't mind it because this yeah. is so exciting. I won't be upset. People will be, but I won't be. They could even go so far as to like celebrate spring with Sprigatito, you know, as like the spring Pokemon, right? Like could, they could sure. they could find a way to market it in that way. Um, yeah, it seems it seems odd. I, I it's one of those things though where like again until recently, in my experience, Pokemon Company has very been been very serious about they're meeting those those deadlines and and hitting those deadlines and as we've seen with gaming culture and and developer culture coming out uh in the line you know in the in the being showcased of you know crunch being a terrible thing that is plaguing all of our our wonderful developers it's it is interesting to sort of again get to see that happen where we did we have gotten delays recently um i don't know man i'm i'm torn between whether they actually would um, but I agree with you, Monroe. I, I really hope they do. So I, I pulled the big brain move this past week, and I'm in a fantasy critic league. For those who don't know, it's essentially like fantasy sports, but for video okay. games. And I said to my brain, I'm like, I can pick this. I can go in and bet a dollar and pick up the unannounced Pokemon Generation 9 games for a dollar. And no one is going to pick that up instead of me because no one's going to think this thing is coming out. And I'm looking at everyone who's in that <laughs> league with me saying, ha, because I was yeah. right. And I bet a dollar and it's going to work out. But uh, I'm in the same boat. of If they need more time, push it to when you need more time. I know a lot of people like to harp on the initial announcement of Pokemon Legends Arceus saying, oh, the game looks bad, the textures aren't there, blah, blah, blah. Even Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. And we saw as we got closer to release, those things got more and more polished. And I think both games look great when they came out. Um, And we'll see that again here. But if they need the time, take the time. And I'll be honest with you, I need the time. I'm nowhere near finished with Pokemon Legends Arceus. And as they release a little bit of DLC here, maybe a little bit of DLC even even further in, um, I honestly am 
I'm just, I, 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 I'm taking my time with it. And so, you know, there's a reason I dropped uh, Brilliant uh, Diamond and Shining Pearl like a hot potato, and it was Pokemon Legends Arceus. So if, if they're telling me, hey, we've got an experience that is a great melding of the two, uh, I don't, I don't, want to stop with Arceus yet but I feel like if that was if I had if I had this Gen 9 in my hands today that's where my focus would be so hopefully uh we can you know we'll have to wait and see kind of how it all pans out uh and if Sprigatito does indeed walk on two legs uh guys that is it we hope you enjoyed this uh, I was gonna say mini episode of the Geek Centric podcast just because it's like an extra episode but uh we managed to really chat it up here boys um <laughs> I warned you that having me on to talk about Pokemon <laughs> meant we were gonna talk about yeah. Pokemon for a yeah I mean I messaged him I'm like we're doing a short episode and he's like Nah, nah. <laughs> uh, but that is it for this episode of the Geek Centric Podcast. Um, and if you did, if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And uh, and if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this Pokemon news, who is your starter, uh, or what do you expect from Generation Nine? Well, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss a Pokeball. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, that would be if Justin was here. I'm just gonna tell you. Give me two seconds. I'll edit this. Uh, and if you want to write into the show with your thoughts on this Pokemon news, uh, your thoughts on Gen 9, who you you know, who would you pick as your starter Pokemon? Um, or, you know, if you have thoughts on any of the content we cover here on the Geek Centric podcast, well, you can catch. See what I did? You can that catch. That was so good. Right? You can, you can, <laughs> you can catch us through our email at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com or you can tweet us like a pidgey on that there Twitter at geekcentricyt <laughs> because we are geekcentric and you can be too which means you can also check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric and if you want to tune in live and keep the conversation going watching me play some Pokemon Legends Arceus or open up Pokemon cards uh, you can do so over at twitch.tv slash natepleasgames and follow me on Instagram at natepleasgames before we dip Monroe Mitch Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Uh, is there anything that you want to shout out to our lovely listeners, Monroe? Nothing at the moment. Just how excited I am, honestly. And thank yeah. you, boys, for having me on. This is this is yeah. great. I feel like uh, I feel like I've learned a bit, and I can't wait to learn more. And that's why I'm excited to dive in. You sold Arceus. Even you've you've sold it even higher than my expectations really were already. So thank you, boys, for having me, and I'm excited to dive in. Very cool. And Mr. Mitch George. Uh, I'm happy to keep sharing my experiences with Legends Arceus over at twitch.tv slash Mr. Mitch George, where I will be playing a heck of a lot of that leading up to the release of uh, Scarlet and Violet. Uh, You can catch all of my hot Pokemon takes and everything else that I do over at Twitter. That's at twitter.com slash Mr. Mitch George. All the other links can be found at MitchGeorge.com. And you can check out the links uh, for anything we talked about uh, in our description below the podcast mitch monroe thank you so much for joining me for today's episode and as we say gotta gotta catch catch them all. all